0: Hi guys, welcome to episode 23 from Two and the Tackle, Cas and I, we go over the matches in focus from last week, the Storm beating the Raiders and the Eagles beating the Knights. We've also got matches in focus for this week, round 10, Roosters versus the Raiders and the Rabbitohs versus the Knights. Alright, but uh, we actually start the show with a new segment called Run It Straight. Now, we want you guys to get involved with running it straight as well, so if you guys got any topics or anything that you want to chat about, hit us up, Instagram, Facebook too, and the tackle, and we'll run it straight at you. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show. Roll the intro. That to plan, plan
1: to
0: Foul the to plan, plan to fail. Anyway, Kazzy, we're here again, episode... 23 from two in the tackle. How are you, mate? Rolling through. Great, mate. I'm good.
1: I'm, I'm fantastic. Yeah, you know, Another great weekend of footy. You know, to, continuing to see lots of classy teams putting on some entertainment to, uh, for all the fans out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what. Did, what did you find really exciting of the weekend? I don't know. It'll be a great start for the Chooks.
0: Well, that's, really, that's what I found most for me. Obviously, I'm a Roosters fan. Uh, but Matt Icavalu, uh, Matt Kelso's favourite player. Scored himself five tries in the week. And and you did a post about it, but the reality of it, it's good to see anyone, regardless of the situation, to score five tries, uh, usually that team's going to win, and it's just fun to watch someone be able to do that. It was, it's, uh, you
1: know, a guy that's 18th man as well, to come in. On twenty minutes' notice, like you, the whole time you know you're not thinking you're playing, and just bang, you come in and perform. And, and yeah, well, as I said before, Robin said it perf- Robinson said it perfect, and it's 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 a great culture and a great club um, to bring that kind of attitude to, through to through the breadth of all the players or, within it. You know, yeah. well, like, what, culture for it.
0: what culture? What
1: uh, culture? on? The, the jersey number twenty one scored ten tries on the weekend. Ten. Ten tries. Well, who they? Five to Matt, Matt. five to Matt Ikevalu. Yeah. Four. Four to Young Charlie Staines out there. Yeah. Uh, in Inoki Jubilee. Yeah. The Nestra, and one try to. Uh, was it? it oh, was the last one? Was it Brenko Lee? Was wearing twenty one for the Storm.
0: Brenko Lee, I don't know. For the Storm, yeah, he did. He played. He could have been in twenty though. We'll have a look. We'll go to the video, Ref. Sorry, Brent Lee was in number 20. Number
1: 20. There yeah. was another in 21. Okay, I'll come back to it. Hines for the
0: did Storm it? was in
1: 21. There you go. Nick, Nick hide. There you go. But did he score? No, he didn't score. Well, apologise. Um, no, it was... There was another try in jersey number
0: 21. I'm 100% sure of it. All right. Well, over the rest right. of...
1: It was the, the, the Tigers. The young Tigers guy.
0: The young Tigers player. Tigers. Right, do you know his name?
1: Oh, he didn't score a try.
0: There was no 21 for the Tigers. Hoffman was number 19. So another apology is owed by you. I think you owe an apology. Speaking of apologies... I I do. Speaking of apologies, I've been hounding, I've been hounding bloke in a bar. I've been hounding him and hounding him. He owes the roosters an official apology. Especially especially when he wants to carry on about how bloody good they're going, and then to comment on the depth of the squad when that is what he was questioning at the beginning of the season. But Anyway, that's another story for another day. We'll get to him. I want to persist with him. He does owe them an apology, but uh, hopefully we'll get it one day. Anyway, we're going to start with a new segment. Uh it's called Run It Straight. Now we got two front rolls back in our day. We we're both front rollers. I don't know if I necessarily ran it straight myself, but you know, we want to run it straight, no. so give it to us straight, Case. Look,
1: something that, that you and I are both very, very vocal on, especially to each other, is uh the dummy half run close to the line. Yep. The scoop for dummy half where you're going for glory and trying to score the try. Now is the only result that, that I find, and I think you can agree with me here, that is uh, sufficient in that attempt is try.
0: So when they when they when they what five meters out, one meter out from the try line. It's not when they're scooting from from inside their own half, obviously.
1: No, no, no. Like with, like within 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 a few meters of the try line. Yep. You know, um, and especially off the back of, of momentum when that dummy up when you when that player gets in and scoops from dummy half, and then if they score the try, they pass it. But if you do not score the try and you get held up, you just slide everything down you've just given the defence more time and you've been selfish yep. so we've seen some successes I mean over the weekend as a few hookers scored tries Reece Robson got a double uh, Blake Braley scored and, and of course Andrew McCullough but we saw two in the ninth Manly game uh, the Manly Dragons game Danny Levi tried to go over from dummy half in the, the second or third tackle and Lachlan Croker absolute ultimate fail on last tackle that is like Hook you. that's yeah. it. The coach. I'm surprised Desi didn't just hook him. Like they're all probably just already
0: down by too much. But like when you go from dummy half, especially on last, like, Wade, Egan try your... Wade, Wade Egan tried try it. Wade Egan tried it. Yeah, but I I reckon if you go for a scoop from dummy half and you do not score from that, from not a scoop from dummy half. It's a it's an attempt at try from dummy half. If you do that and you do not score the try, you must run. All the way back to your own goalposts, around them, before you can re-enter the play. Now that doesn't, I don't give a fuck if you don't have the ball. I don't care if there's still six more tackles to go. If you do not score from that attempt, if you've still got the ball, play it. And then from there, you get your ass running around those goalposts. Because it's just unacceptable. I do not care if you're defending as well. Get your ass back there and do your run.
1: Punishment, mm. mate. that will learn you because it's it's a coach killer. You know, and it's it's it shows a lack of trust in your team.
0: In your or team ego, oh, not necessarily be lack of, lack of trust. It can be ego. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true.
0: That's what I think it is. You, that's how I've always felt, it. and I could you, be wrong.
1: But you very rarely, if ever, see it from a Melbourne Storm player unless it's successful. Like Brandon Smith within three metres of the trial line is just dangerous
0: no matter what. He'll he'll be happy um, to run around the post though if he didn't do it either. He
1: will, he'll do it. He'll be back he'll be back before the last tackle while they got the ball. <laughs> he'll be back
0: there for it. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be taking the next two. All right. um, now I'm I gonna, gonna run it straight know. here. I'm gonna run it straight. Now I don't know if it's that that big a, you know, that tough of a carry, but I'm gonna run it straight here. And I reckon they need to change this stripping one on one stripping rule. Alright, because um, you know, I consider myself an offloader, you know, in my day. You know, pop a ball here, pop a ball there. You know, sometimes no doubt, knock it no off. Sometimes knock it off. Hang, hang off.
1: hang off me, hang off me.
0: But, but with that said, you still need to, your priority is taking care of the ball. So if a guy wants to come in and have a shot at the ball, it's so great there. And it's hard to sort of tell where it went, how it went, who knocked it on, who didn't knock it on, who was carrying it, who wasn't carrying it. If it's a one-on-one strip, pop, bang, guys attempted to strip it, and it's a genuine one-on-one, bang, and it's come out, free ball. Free ball. Hits the deck, it goes onto the ground, bang. Whoever gets the ball after that, zero tackle. We go straight to the zero. Either team, I don't care who it is, go straight to zero tackle, play on from there. Don't worry about knocking on. I don't care where it goes. I don't care if it goes up in the air, touches a few Falcons, whatever the case may be, just... Play on. Because you should be holding the ball. Hold the ball. If the guy's able to get a strip on it, then you aren't carrying the ball properly.
1: Well, I would bring it even back to the, the rugby roots of, of, of rugby league. Yep. And in essence, look, it's one of the few contests of the ball. You know, They've, they've obviously tried to bring that back by allowing um, a strip to still occur when players fall off.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: which which is, you know, it's shown to be good. You know, it has. You know, I've I've been a critic in the past because we jumped behind our man, Robbo. But it has been... It's exciting. It's great to have a live contest for the ball. But when it gets marred in video ref or someone saying, oh, you pulled it, but then it hit his chest and then it went to your arm, that's like, look, but who really had the ball? You can't determine who actually has the ball in that instance, but absolutely. Live ball. It could be revolutionary, like a corner
0: post, like a, like corner, a corner post, post. And, 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 and like a corner post rule. and the coaches may not like it, but it's not about the coaches. It's about entertaining games, and and it can turn a game, just like that new the way that they interpret the strip out is can turn a game, and so the contested possessions was something that was slowly being drifted away from our game, and now it's bringing it back. Well, that'll be one way of bringing it back, but it also just clears up all the grey area. There's no more grey area there anymore. And it's just free contest, free ball. Whoever gets on the ball gets the ball.
1: And it's almost like it's more incentive for for the stripper and just sort of, I guess, just trying to create the ball being free at least. Yeah. And you know, we, yeah, we just avoid all this hoorah. It's just live ball, play on. We want a quicker game. Well, it's live ball and it's zero tackle.
0: Yeah, zero go. tackle. Any anything? Any other carries you want to take up the guts? But, well,
1: I'm gonna run it straight. I, I I've got it. I've I've got two. It was one. That, 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 uh, my first carry. Um, I, I'm gonna run it straight on rugby league's Strange and weird, yin and yang rules when it comes to a few things. Such as now. Um, we saw we saw in the night. Uh, the night manly game. Um, in that last instance where Techboy tried to go for that try, I was called back offside. All right. And look, we all looked at it. And we said, yeah, he's offside. Um, but it's, I do find it funny that. We can look at a video from that angle to determine if someone's offside, but we can't review a forward pass. But that's another story. Um, but the rule for offside is you've got to have two feet behind the kicker.
0: Who said that? The commentary? Yeah.
1: That's the, that's the rule, is it not? Two feet?
0: I thought it was one. If the other one's in the air, that's all good. Two feet, it?
1: they said in the commentary. I think if you can have one foot in the air, but you've got to, I don't think that foot can be. Can that foot be in front?
0: Oh, because I find what, it what, weird what, what,
1: then, Because they're saying you've got to have two feet. Two feet behind yeah to be outside
0: for a kick they get in defense
1: in defense it's one foot yeah one foot you see those guys rushed up but do and you remember when they tried to
0: they tried to implement you needed to have two feet behind the line when you're defending on the line so essentially your yep. foot your foot like and whenever i used to always think well the rule was okay accepted on the trial line because at the end of the day the whole game is to prevent people from getting past this place so if that meant that they only had to have one foot and they weren't really you know essentially one of their body parts was a lot closer than than the actual 10 meters you're on the trail line we don't want you to get here so we're going to try you know and i don't care what the rules are the whole idea of it is to not let them in here okay you should only be and so they had the rule no one listened to it nobody not once did you see them, and when I when you used to defend on the line, you would defend on the line, uh, like stance wise, completely different to how you defend on the defend when they were coming out. Do you know what I mean? Correct. You would Correct. Ha- literally, Absolutely. you'd almost be side side on. Yeah. You know what I mean, because you needed yeah. to be as close as you could, so that the distance yeah. between the play of the ball and or the well where they're playing the ball and the defensive line was as short as possible. You might yeah. have squared back up as you came forward, but you had yeah. you know one foot and you were almost side on, so you could be as close. Yeah, for sure. So you, you didn't want to try and get a jump on them, they're on your line. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, We need to stop this. We need to stop this. But even like when they come back in the ten. They're on the halfway, like they come back to the rest, it's one foot and then bang, let's go. Yeah. So you're going to have two feet behind? It's and always. We see it with the same, and it's the same with the um, with the biggest one, it's the played out, not played out.
0: What, what, right? what
1: do you mean? So, so, okay, so when you're, if someone, say someone, a kicker, kicks the ball and it hits you and you didn't play it, it's uh, live ball, yeah? Yep. that player didn't play at it, it's, you know, you know, it's still last tackle, whatever. Um, you get but if it's a pass, but, but if it's a pass, when you go in for the tackle, the bloke goes in for the tackle, he's bringing his arms around
0: to wrap him up. The player passes the ball, knock on. Yeah. That, that, I like that rule though. I like that rule. Please. But do you think please it should be play. consistent with the kick as well? Correct. Okay. Well, I, don't, do. I think they
1: should be consistent either way. I don't
0: I don't think it should be because it's a lot easier you're more inclined to kick it at someone than you are to pass it at the impeding hand. That that's what I think. If I'm playing if I'm p- passing, I don't want it to hit his hand. Whereas if I'm kicking and I know that it can be condemned as being played at, I'll just kick it at him. But
1: like I, I don't I don't mean the the guy that's actually playing at the ball. Like, it's when you're going into, ta- the guy goes in and he tackles him. Like, there's plenty where, like, you see them go, like, I don't mean when he goes for it, but when he's going into tackling. Oh, yeah, goes,
0: tackle for the they, kick. Yeah, it happened yeah, in the Origin got, game one time where he's going in for the tackle oh, on a off kick. The
1: kick off, oh, off the kick, or, or as well, the guy, the player is going to pass it, and he tackles him while he's trying to pass it. And then he gets punished. He tackles him before he gets the pass off but he gets punished because the guy needs
0: to get the pass off enough to hit him. Yeah, well, I actually right. think that's a fair enough rule because there are times where you go, and in the motion of the tackle, so there's times where you go to just try tackling. Fair enough, and it hits the ball. Yep. But there are definitely times where you're passing it off as I don't care if my hand gets in the way of this pass in the motion of me tackling. Yeah. And that, thats right. why I'm okay it with it. I'm okay with it. it Keep the black and white. Yeah,
1: it's always something that
0: gets kicked. Yeah, something. I'm okay with that. I do get what you're saying when it comes to kick. The rule is different for some reason. But yeah. I, I, I personally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you back there. You're gonna run it straight. I'm gonna try and get in there. And I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna get my yeah. shoulder in there going fucking yeah. try my best. You probably butts me off. On. Probably butts me <laughs> off. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the matches and focus from last week. You know, we had, we had. Who do we have? We had the storm. Up against the Raiders, just have to look at my notes here. Uh, storm and yep. the Raiders in a close match. Thoughts on the game first. Yeah.
1: It was it was an icy old game there at the start. It was uh, a bit like a, a Benny Hill uh, Benny Hill comedy show with all the drop balls. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. That, I'm surprised there wasn't a, a broken window um, up there in the stands for belly Yeah. Uh, yeah. But look, just great determination from the Storm again. They uh, they made a lot of lot of errors. You know, fourteen errors for the game. Um, and they missed 45 tackles, but they managed to sort
0: of be on top. Obviously, a lot of controversy as well. A lot of controversy. Well, we'll touch on it quickly, but um, I just want to quickly get into a little match between Ricky versus Rick Wiki here. And it's something that yeah. I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. I think I was able to put my finger on it a couple of months ago. And and this is what he does. And, and this is a perfect, perfect example where they lost by a try, really, to the storm. Yeah and the storm were gifted a controversial try. So really 40 and all, you know, it could have gone either way, maybe they might have got a field goal. But my point stands true. Is that whoever they play against, Ricky Stewart has this ability of being able to get his team to meet their level. But you don't want them meeting their level. Set your own fucking level. Be your own team and see if they can catch you or not. But don't fucking drop down and play the bulldogs and play the bulldogs at their game and then try and then the next week you put a performance on against the most clinical football side of this century. You know what I mean? I just, I just think if you're a good coach, you you you're not in all these close matches. You're not in all these close matches. And I know it sounds silly. It's like it's sort of like the Paul Gallant theory for him to have the most amount of losses. Well, to have the most amount of losses means you've played a lot of games, means you're good enough to get yeah. picked in all those games. Mm. So to be close, you have to have to be good. But to be that next tier where he gets he was offered a million dollars when he first signed with the Canberra raiders, reportedly. I don't know, I didn't sign a contract. But reportedly a million dollars.
1: a I think he made a million
0: dollars for matter. There you go. Anyway, it's all reported. Who knows what they get paid? But just to be consistently at the NRL level when really you can't get your team to be a benchmark. That's well, the idea. Wiki, I,
1: Wiki, I think that the, the the continuing trend that we've seen from Ricky Stewart that we've discussed yeah. is the inability to back up um, a finals performance and in particular that preliminary final performance. Yeah. Unfortunately to a few cases not to their own doing with a lot of a lot of injuries because the
0: yep. Raiders can miss the finals this year. Yeah, they, they miss could miss the finals. finals. And, and and I'll tell you what, if if they can make the finals with the injuries that they've suffered, Bateman out for a large portion of the season, arguably the best hooker in the game at the moment, gone for the season. If they can make it I'll be I'll be I'll be willing. Well definitely he already wins. He already wins. If he makes the 80, he already beats me. But I'll be willing to give it a rest. For a year or two. Honestly. If he can get his... Because that's what he needs to do. He needs to be able to get the rest of them to perform to their ability because if they do, they're going to make the game. Mm. But he just has to be able to do that. And I'll give it a rest. I'll give him the next couple of seasons if he can get this one. Mm. I'll shut him out. I might not give it to him, but I'll shut him out. It's going to
1: be a lot. It's a massive test for their depth for that Raiders side. They're missing Soliola. Yep. They're they're missing... um, Bateman, uh, as you said, the other two Bateman Simonson, and Hodson, Simonson, Simonson uh, on the wing. Simonson, sorry, Bailey Simonson as well. Yeah. And then uh, Ernie, Ernie. Uh, oh, Emra, 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 Gula, Emre. Gula, yeah. Yeah. So Gula, and they're missing another, and Corey Holstra. Corey Holstra. They're missing their, yeah. They're missing like almost a starting middle. They've got they've, they've got obviously Papali and Tarpani You know, in there, and that. Yeah, and you know, he was a bit better
0: like, when he came to the middle. He's a bit of great he gives away a lot of these. These dumb penalties. He gives away all these dumb penalties, but he's still, he's like a little bit like Brown. You don't want to tame him too much. You want him to be who he is. Mm. But I feel like he's more impactful in the middle. Mm. Uh, but something that, we well, that talk, the... something that we did talk something oh, yeah. we did talk about in the lead up into the game was the battle between the two fullbacks, Rob Pappenhausen yeah. and Sean's nickel clockstead yeah. How do you think that battle went down?
1: Yeah, look Pappenhausen, how is he quick
0: how quick is he out there in the open field? He's like the, he's like the hare on a greyhound track. Nobody's catching him. <laughs> he's quick, he he, he he he's um clinical though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm not I'm not taking, I'm not trying to bag Nickel Clockstead here at all. But I just I think that Pappenhausen has a lot of the flair that Nickel Clockstead can have. But I don't yep. I, I don't think he's as consistent as say Pappenhausen and I think that's the, the main ingredient that you need to get a run at Melbourne Is I don't care how, how good your top end is it's your bottom end that I care about
1: yeah for sure the top end's all trying, about it. you us. can see you can see Billy played a fingerprint all over him as well yeah like, all, those things, all those little things all those little things just like you, like you know you know, as he's come out and said publicly he's like hey if I miss something Billy's like hey yeah this is what you should have done here and how you're calling out the defensive lines and you're positioning on kicks and and that was great but you missed it here and here and here
0: alright be better yeah. and that's Melbourne Storm and why would you, know? you want to leave that as well now that you're the number one fullback there so it's yours to lose now you've got the you know arguably one of the best minds in the game on the field then you've got the other best yeah. mind in the game off the field and then you've got the third best mind in the game in the coach's box you know Yeah, pick yeah. yeah. so sure. you wouldn't want to leave that um, and I just think that it's Shan, Shan sort of lost the battle early on when he didn't put that ball dead and yeah. And Greg Alexander I think said it in the call just put the ball down
1: just put it yeah. down yeah they always go for these whacks just, yeah. just ground
0: it you because they always think like it, it's usually more in the air so that's what the action yeah. is I think that's what the default yeah. is because it's normally in the yeah. air but it's on the ground you still just think knock it dead, but you don't actually need and to all,
1: but it's also because they're going they're in these tight these situations where it's like okay I'm not just jumping the ground on it because this is going close this could go dead but I'm waiting I'm waiting, and then if it's too late, then I'll whack it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. With fire. You know who I never see do that? Who? Brett Morris.
0: Brett Morris, what do you mean?
1: I, I, I see Brett Morris. The, the ball goes out the back there. Brett Morris just goes bang, goes on the ball, and grounds it. Okay. We'll defend another, we'll defend another set.
0: We'll
1: just defend. You'll see it a bit more from teams like the Roosters, teams like um, the Storm. you know, both been really strong defensively for a number of years. I don't take any chances. Like, yeah, okay, if it's super safe, all right, I'll have a look. But, like, a lot of the time, it's like, if it's back there, bank, so it's not it dead, put it down, whatever. You know, Credit let's go you. another. Let's see if you can crack it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's great trusting of defense. So, yeah, unfortunate thing. I'm sure that rattles you for the rattle you through the game and then he knocked another one on. I mean, there's a lot of funny errors in that game. Um, but at the, in the end, the storm were just too it was three tries each, but Raiders, couple of tries at the end, they bombed their opportunities. I mean, so much so that they they were this
0: close to getting to the line and, and, and let that ball go from Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, Elliot Whitehead, man. I don't think he gets enough credit. I, You know, I talked about how Bateman's integral to their team, and seeing him it's not in great. the team shows, shows how integral he is. But Whitehead, he's in the team, and he's almost keeping them in a lot of these matches that that, yeah. Then you think if he wasn't in it, if he wasn't playing, how much worse would that be? He's just so yeah. consistent. He doesn't, you know, like, oh, he, he did make a little mistake, but that happens. When he falls on the ground, it pops yeah. out sometimes. Yeah. 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 No, he's been great. He's scored, you know, four or five
1: tries this year. He's been sort of yeah. down that left. He schedule. was good at the grand final now, what too. About, what about Papa Do you think he scored his 50th try? 50th? five zero. 50th. Well, wow. wow. Now he played on the edge a little bit during part of his career, but still finding the try line is finding the try line. And he's been in the middle for a while, and he is lethal as a front rowing try scoring front
0: rower. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is. I love
1: the, we love the big boys getting over. Yeah, I like getting over. Going. I didn't get
0: over enough in my career, but yeah, you know. Oh, me neither,
1: mate. Me neither. Um, but yeah, look, too too impregnable Yeah, but,
0: and, and we'll, now we'll,
1: they're going to continue to set that standard. And the Raiders, yeah, look, big, big test for them for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, without Super without Hudson, I mean,
1: it's, it's going to come up, and it's going to come down to the rest of the teams below them, like, um, uh, and how they can whether they can sort of take this opportunity. I mean, yeah. Manly look like they're a bit dead in the water now at the moment as well. Like, they can't they can't buy a win, so um, it'll be tough.
0: It'll be tough for them. It'll be tough. Right, we'll move on to the next the next game of match and focus yeah. from last week, which was the Eels. 10 beating the Knights. Four. In a gutsy win for the Parramatta Eels. Very impressive. Mm-hmm. It's showing their different abilities or different ways of trying to win the game. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. You know, that. granted that Newcastle only kept them to the two tries and one of them was off a quick tap, but you got to be fair for that. But the fact is, they weren't going out. They weren't going to, you know, blow them off the park with millions of tries. You know, they go from one week scoring forty against the cows, and then they come up against yeah. the Newcastle Knights, who you know, improving with their defence. They've got a solid forward pack, and they match it with them through the middle third. But defensively, they only concede one try throughout the whole game. That's a gutsy win, and that's the type of victories that you need to see in a team if you think you're gonna get a premiership out of.
1: Mm. and we saw we saw the early signs of this in round one this year you know pre the COVID stop when they had that ugly 8-2 win over the dogs and you know we all we, look, we know who the dogs are they won one game this yep. year but Parramatta would admit that they weren't at their best they weren't able to find what was going in and attack and that can happen but the great side find a way to win and they did it by going well they didn't concede a try if you don't concede a try you only need to score one to win yep. much of how much confidence you have in your team when you do that and Nathan Brown like oh phenomenal, phenomenal. It, what an inclusion he is in, into that game.
0: Oh. Well oh and and how good was Guther's try. Just typical. Oh. Typical of the form that he's in at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just since a smart player. He's just the guy with the tucks out there. He's, he can play any position on the field. He's just a footy player. Yeah. They just noticed it and look also what about the offload to Reed Marnie as well when they put that grub room and Sean Lane has scored.
0: Oh, no, I didn't that see that.
1: That was Gutho. Gutho had the ball, and then he's, he's right here, and then Reid Marnie just presses up, and he just goes, bang. Pops that little offload out the back. Reed Marnie hits the open field, puts that kick in, Sean Lane gets the ball, and it was a knock on then he oh. um But just Gutho, in and amongst all of it. You know, just a great leader. A fantastic leader. Look, you know, I, there was the two captains in that instant right there. Mitchell Pearce makes the tackle. Yep. Uh, Pearce, they give the penalty away. Pearce appeals to the rest. Meanwhile, Gutho's tapped it, gone down
0: the sideline and created an overlap. Yeah,
1: beautiful. And that was one you could go, oh, mate, you know, that was a pretty close
0: high tackle. Doesn't matter. Play the whistle. Play- don't cry about penalty. it. He's, He's already different. blown the penalty. He's going to, like, yeah. how often do you see the refs blow a penalty for a high tackle and then um, go, oh, no, no, actually, yeah, your complaint yeah. is fair. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah. How many times have you seen any penalty? I like, think I've seen the it. the once. Okay, I'll tell you I've seen the referee change his mind in my history of watching rugby league, twice.
0: Twice. twice. Both of them for Ken Smith, probably.
1: One of, them, one of them was last year when uh, Ben Cummings uh, said play on and then said six again and then said laugh. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And the other one was when Brad Fittler was playing and he, I can't remember who the referee was, but they come to the scrum and then Brad Fittler explained, no, no, it should be our ball. He's knocked it on into us before we've knocked it on." And the referee changed his mind and gave <laughs> the And The only two times. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Convinced the ref, and then obviously, unfortunately, last year, um, you know, he changed his mind. And he was right when he changed his mind.
0: Yeah. And can can Mitchell Pearce, to to nullify the quick tap there, can he just challenge the penalty?
1: Challenge it. He just to challenge it quickly. He should have just been like challenge. And look, it was pretty close for a high tackle, there wasn't a lot in it, but look, it's a penalty. We've seen that penalty like like they've given. High yeah. on, and you
0: weren't, we weren't ready. So was, 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 blowing was blowing up one up. time. Actually, he was blowing up again on the weekend, saying, nah, no, nah, I wasn't. I come off the chest, come off the chest." And he was yelling yeah. out to someone, "Oh, let's challenge it." And then he asked if he wanted to challenge it because I think he might have been the captain. He might have been the yeah. captain at the time. He went, "Oh, nah, nah, nah." <laughs> nah. Yeah. And when he came down, he goes, "Come off the, I come off his shoulder." But then yeah. he yeah. went with yeah. the penalty. He blew up. Yeah. He blew up at the whole team. And that was a turning yeah. point. That was a turning point for the Roosters in that game. But we'll get more to that game a little bit later. Um, yeah. One of the things that, out of this Knights and Eels game, when you compound that with the performance against the Cowboys and, and then how they got schooled against the Knights, or sorry, not the Knights, the Storm, it makes me question, where are the Knights really?
1: Yeah, I think the Knights are right where they are on the
0: ladder. Who is that? Um, fish?
1: They're, they're not fish. They're, they're not as good as the top four teams, you know. They're not there. Um, they they will beat and have maybe some close games with the people in and around them, but they're probably better than the teams that are below them. Um, but they've still got that. They're still learning, you know. If the Knights did haven't played final footy as this team yet, so they've got a lot of talent and they've become a lot a lot tougher in their defence. What Adam O'Brien's brought them to the squad yet, but they haven't. They haven't been there yet to then improve off that. So they're all, you know, they're probably
0: right where they are, you know. They, what they don't want to do is, because look what happened last year when they fell away from best, with sitting in fourth and missing the final. Yeah. So the the thing still, is, I don't, I, don't 10 10 the I don't have them fifth. I don't have them fifth. I reckon
1: the, I think fifth place, fifth place is. Do you think they're better than South?
0: Yeah, I do think they're probably potentially better than like uh, not potentially. Their top end is better than South, but the yeah. the thing for me is finishing six, seven, eight. I know it's only one, but the seven and eighth, they're the ones that can match with the big teams, but they have their weeks off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's why the Tigers finish ninth all the time. They they might be the yeah. top team here and there, but they 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 lose games. But they don't. That they yeah, probably they really shouldn't. shouldn't. That, I don't think they've lost many games that they shouldn't have, but you, they've been really exposed by some of those top four teams.
1: Well, well, I think I'll, I'll push back a bit here. We look at the the nights here. Okay, let's look at them. What they've done, who they've played this season. All right, so you say the storm. Obviously, the storm blew away early, and they were up eighteen nil. Um, they, you know, they fought their way back, but at the end of the day, they were they were outclassed by the storm, and that's you know, that's fair. It's the storm. They blew the Raiders off the for well, We've seen how the Raiders haven't quite been that team that we think they are this year. They gritted out that tough draw against the Panthers without Caleb Ponger, with Mitchell Pierce knocked out. And oh, yeah. They did too. Off the field. And then now we know who the Panthers are. Now, granted, the Panthers didn't have Cleary, but the Panthers are not just making Cleary. They are a fantastic football offense So that was a really, really gritty win. And they, they toughed it out against Manly. Now, Manly, obviously, Manly has not been...
0: You know, the goals. Manly. But, but they're, still, they're a different they team without Tremorovic. As Manly any team, is, look at New South you're, Wales. you
1: still, still beat Manly and Brookie in, against a team that you don't really beat, haven't beat very much in the last 10 years. So um, they've had a lot of character-building wins, and I think they're probably just about where they are. Um, they've still got a lot to, to grow and a lot to grow. Um, but, you know, especially with injuries to the Raiders now, and then what you've got for them below, the Sharks, the Tigers. Maybe, really, we look at that with an injury for the Raiders, we could potentially be looking at that five position through 10 being quite... We've got a long tail.
0: Yeah. Long tail. What what are some cricket sides with long tails? England have had long tails. India have a long tail. England
1: have had long tails. Well, yeah, long... Yeah. Well, this is a long tail the other way. Well, I guess it's a... It's it's not a long, tough tail. It's a long tail. We've got, you know... We're not talking a bunch of all-rounders batting at eight or nine. We're talking Chris Martin batting at ten, not
0: eleven. No, I always I always thought I always thought long tails were like poor batsmen batting like higher no, yeah, yep. maybe Yep. You know, but I always thought like yep. once you got once you got past the keeper.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, that's the true. long that's tail. True. I'm I'm am I'm wording it wrong. Of course that of course that's what a long tail is. Yeah. Of course that's what a long tail is. We've seen um I've seen like uh, some of those Sri Lanka teams have past these four, you know, there's like when you've got like two number elevens in your team yeah. Like, there's like two 11s, and then you see like the eight is really
0: a 10. Like, <laughs>
1: it's, just like, it's just like, you know, it's like six out, what is it, seven out, all out. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. Seven you know, out, out, all out, yeah.
1: All, six, sorry, six, six out, all out. Sorry, six out, all out. Because once you bring in number 10, like, and that's where Stark, they just bring someone like Starky on. Starky goes, sweet. I, I'm going to give you a couple of a uh, couple of short stuff in around the rim and then I'm going to crush the post. Yeah. Or you think I'm going to hit, hit you up here. Then I'm just going to crush the post. But I'll, even on
0: the flip side, like when we get to number, like Gary Lyon he bats at number number ten, and strong he's we not necessarily think. you know you you don't want him batting for your team, but when he bats, he he doesn't give his wicket away. Whereas, no and it's not a knock on all those guys, like you said, but you got two number elevens. He's number eleven because he yeah. can't bat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're, just, you're struggling like, you better have some fucking strong batters in your team to carry an extra 11 yeah yeah or he
0: better take he better be, lots of wickets he
1: better be fucking Murali or McGrath like there's a reason why McGrath can average five at a bat yeah but even and he's still, and
0: he's still got a 50 yeah that was a that was a terrible terrible run there for the Kiwis in their time anyway we, and we'll move on we'll move on to some of the matches in focus for next week uh, the Roosters the and the Raiders First one first one off the cap. Uh grand something, final rematch. Yeah, grand final rematch. It's not the full squads from either team from last year in the grand no. final. No Radley, no Friend, no Hodson, no Lalua, no Mitchell. Uh but but one of the biggest battles going is our favourite up front JWH Up oh, against yeah. definitely the four front row of the last couple of years, Josh Papali'i. What are your thoughts on that battle, yeah.
1: mate? Can't wait, can't wait. I'm crossing the days off my calendar. I love watching these two guys play, um, especially the former. Um, yeah. But as many players of of other teams, uh, Papale is always exciting. As we said, he's a tripping machine, um, and it's 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 the key to a lot of battles. It really is the big man taking each other on and taking it to the other team's defense. It's the old adage, you know, you take out the big ball, you take out the rest.
0: Yeah. And then that's what they're going for. Uh Lee at this point in time. Um really, really has always not necessarily won all the games. Obviously he has won every game. Look at look at the Raiders this year. We're questioning whether they're whether they're gonna make the eight. But in terms of his own performances, probably has been the, the the better top two. Sometimes you might give the 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 number one front row to the team that won it. But I feel yeah. as though, even in losing matches, he's probably still been the best forward out there. Yeah. he was, I he thought he was the best forward on the all. weekend. Um, yeah. He was in the top two, top three forwards in the grand final. You know, Hargraves was robbed of the deli. M. Rooster's robbed again. And Clive, Churchill. Clive you know, Churchill. They say that, oh, Clive Churchill, sorry. They talk about how Nick pays everyone off. I suppose he'd rather pay for the bloody Premiership than the Clive Churchill though, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? You know what I
1: mean? Keep, keep him quiet. Keep him quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let him have it. Let him have it. Um, yeah, rings are better. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but um, no, look, he... Uh,
1: yeah, look, it's, I, I agree with you, man. Like, he's, he's consistently one of the best guys out there when he's out there on the field. And he's really come along, I think, about probably earlier in his career when he had... When he first was played on the edge, and you
0: know there was all, there was all this talent and sort of can, and and sort of potential that came with him, and I never thought he'd be the player that he is today. Yeah, he's and he's not a poor man's Jason
1: Tamalolo, by no means, but he's he still only 28. He's, he's like, like
0: Jason Tamalolo, in a sense, you know, where he's he's got a little bit of footwork, he's got plenty of size, he's got a big engine, and it wasn't until got that got they finally role, bit and the he's bullet.
1: Got a great offload. He's they fought. Fi- they
0: finally bit the bullet with him and says, mate. When, we're wasting you, just running at the small guys. We're wasting you. We want you because yeah. we know you can dominate through that middle. And once you dominate through the middle, we've got the we've got an amazing nine coming in mm-hmm. behind you. Once they bit the bullet and Queensland, bit the bullet because they used to pick him on the edge as well, but once they put him yeah. into the middle, that's where really, yeah. he's more effective. And how much do you see How much have you seen his body shape change as well? Yeah, correct. He's in he's, he's height really. Height as well. I think he's. He's
1: really filled out. Really yeah. Filled out, but he filled out to what he's kind of his his size probably addition, who he was always
0: of. was yeah
1: yeah well I mean they always say this 27 28 year age is is when front rowers guide those these, these props this is when they really come into their own yeah
0: well he's yeah. definitely coming uh, to, is he only 28 I yeah, thought he was the is. same age as us there you go well, well he's awesome. got a big
1: test he's got a big test if we're coming up against obviously not just JWH yeah. you've got Wire right there who's just got this unbelievable motor and footwork and just Post-contact meters just, don't look, just keep going. Ball skills, man, they got everything. Um, and the rest of the sort of roosters packs. And the Raiders are a bit depleted there in the middle, as we said earlier. You know They're missing a lot of guys, so it's going to be Papa Le- you to lead them to, to really try and take a film in yeah. that area. But
0: another battle that I think you've got to keep an eye on as well is the back three. Now, okay, we've got uh, Tupo out, but they've got Simonson yep. out. But I think they might yeah. come back with Rapiner. He might come back onto Rapina. the wing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it they've got Rapiner the and quality. Kotrick on the wing. And Shard's Nickel clockstead's going to want to make up. One, he's yeah. going to want to make up for last week. But two, he's up against the best in the game. And whenever exactly. when you're up against the best in the game, you always want to, you know, put in your best performance because that's the benchmark, really. So I think their back Absolutely. three are really going to, really, really going to want to take it to us this week as well. So that's another battle between the, to keep an eye because we've got Tedesco, Brett Morris will be back. And the question being, who fills that other win spot?
1: Yeah, will it be will it be Hall or will it be Ikaivalu? Like, right? yeah, five drives, you know, hard to argue. Coach
0: couldn't do any more. So, I'd like to go I, with Ikevalli, Um only yeah, because I see
1: him there. He's been great. he
0: well, he might not have been first choice last year because Ryan Hall was injured at the beginning of the year. But he was yeah. he was all he was picked once we every so, time no, he, an he, was, he
1: he was first choice early. And then Ryan Hall played a couple of games and then Ikavalu filled in again later um, over Ryan Hall when Ryan Hall was fit. Oh, okay. Because he was still coming back from those injuries so they, and they, they were like, so Ikevalu was picked over Hall to yep. replace him. There was periods for that. So he's definitely earned that. You heard, you heard the way... Uh, um, I'm still more comfortable with Ikavalu under the high ball than Ryan Hall in, in defence. Really? Yep, you yep. see them put those big kicks up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's
0: been really good. Well, yeah. So it's probably not to not not to knock all, more just to say he, he thing that he's yeah. got well, Robbo a has been really good. Well Robo said team. that's the way it
1: ended, what it ended up getting him signed, wasn't it? In the press yeah, conference? Yeah he did, yeah. He said he's competing with Toots you know, since the giraffe
0: mate, he's the hardest for guy to yeah. You know, any winger who lines up against Pooper that week to both fight. Like just ask just
1: ask David Williams. <laughs> 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 he's a big game player, old Tipa. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, anything else to keep an eye out in that game?
1: Yeah. Well, look. Obviously, these teams, you know, granted, there's a lot of um, strength missing from both squads, and um, it, it can have you sort of thinking that maybe the Raiders are outmatched. But always in these rematches, man, like in these, there's a bit of there's a bit between these two sides, um, and obviously, granted, the players like Jack White and still plays for the Canberra Raiders, and he's a phenomenal player. yeah As we saw for the grand final, so. You know, they, they're going to take it to the Roosters and it's, they're not going to make it make it easy for anyone. So it's always going to be fiery, but they might just be missing, missing a few too many troops. Um, and it's built up in Sydney, so the Roosters first came back at the SCG, back at home. Yep. I love it. Um, they'll be pumped They'll be pumped to be back there. No long flight trips. And I'm, I'm probably most excited just to see Luke Geary again, to see what our halves do. You know, watching just all the little plays that both the way... Um, Kiri always plays and he's always linking with guys like Tedesco and now seeing Flanagan do that too. You know, I love that play they did against the Cowboys, which I've seen them do earlier this year where they Flanagan lines up on the short side um, for the kick, lets the Cowboys defense come in, and then bang, pops it to Tedesco. Tedesco has a hole and just has a bit of space to get some footwork and Kiri's pushing up in the middle. Yeah, and yeah. I and I saw Kiri do it the other way um, and Flanagan push up when the, against the Broncos. Yeah. they've done that twice this year. Is and that, that the same really play? play the way
0: they Is that the same play that they tried against South in the semi-final last year? Remember that little move that they did in the in the semi-final.
1: Yeah, against the, against the bunnies. Yeah, against yeah. yeah, the first we, week of the final. Yeah, first week of the final. Yeah, it's, same play.
0: It's, it's sort of like it's uh it's one of those ones where you let the defense choose if you shoot back on the inside. Because if they want to put pressure on Flanagan, then we're going to go back inside. But if not, we're going to try, we're going to look to maybe put a kick into the corner there. Or, you know, if we caught you on the numbers, we might have a shot down that side as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's up to you whether you think it's a bluff a double bluff, or whether we're doing what we're doing. We've got five guys here, we're
0: going to put a bomb up, and we're going to come straight to that winger. Yeah. Or, here's Tedesco just on the inside. Have a little look.
1: because Kyle Flanagan, Flanagan scored five tries this year, and I think Luke Curie scored
0: four, four or five as well. So yeah, Kyle Flanagan. Of, man, I should have got, okay. got in. I should have got in. I don't like well, having you know too many I, Roosters players in my Supercoach team. That's another story. I'm
1: I'm the most fearing about is not getting on in for uh top point scorer. Yeah. He's, so I, heard, I heard Joel Kane talk about this over the break, before pre-season, and he said, get on Flanagan, he's playing for the Roosters, he'll score a lot of points, and he's going to kick a goal. And he was fifty one dollars. Ooh. He he was fifty one dollars and then I, I heard him say it like maybe a week after, it he was twenty one and I went, Oh, he's only twenty one. And I and really? I just went, Oh, really? I don't know. Like and I just thought sort I of didn't really think about it any more than that. I went, Oh yeah, maybe I'll put a bet on. He come come in more as, as before the season started and by like round four he's like a dollar seventy. You know? He's thirty five points clear of everybody.
0: Do you think he'll be end up getting the points scoring record? Overall, yeah.
1: Oh, that's too hard to say, man. It's his first. I season. I don't know. I've, you know, it's so promising to see what he's able to do as a footy player and keep getting better every week. Um, but way too early for me to call something like that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you might yeah. play Because
1: you got to play a long. You got to play for a long time.
0: Well, you got to You got to outscore a guy who's won three hundred games. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: How many players? How many players have played 300? How many no. players have played 300? 38. 38. 38 players have played 300. So
0: it could be 39 including Cameron Smith. 38, 39.
1: So only 38 players have played more games than Cameron Smith has won. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, bro. <laughs>
0: it's
1: unbelievable. you got guys like the average NRL career is like, you know, 50 games or something, is it? Yeah. 40 something game couple of years, 300.
0: Some like 30, He's 37. He's still going. It's Unbelievable, and he's
1: still the best hooker in the
0: game. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's slowing down because, similar to Tom Brady in a way, their strength is between the years. Their strength wasn't their speed. Their strength wasn't Absolutely. their you know their physical strength. Their, their number one attribute is their brain, and that's the last to go.
1: You know what I think as well that might be also helping him as um, as he uh, prolong his career or all, sort of continues to be great is the back end of his career. Perhaps even this rule change now. You know, it's really enforced the the, the importance of the nine. Um, it dependent on whether that's guys who like to run it or they create space or they you know they just like Cameron Smith just conduct everything. You know, he's Andre Rue. You know, he's still in a symphony orchestra in Berlin every time he plays out there. So. If this could, you know, continue to highlight his greatness. You know, the nine rolls. It's just, it's going to be interesting to look at this if this rule continues. And they don't think with it too much in a few years' time. And as players' play, get better with it, and and you know, Camasmith is playing his 500th game, playing three 400th win
0: in 2023. <laughs> 500 He's already played over 500 yeah. games. That's even. That's that's something that we sort oh, of forget yeah. about.
1: Yeah, yeah, with, stra- with, with his rough footy, yeah, for sure. We played
0: 420-something. First games, yeah. Played 40, played, was it 40 Origins or 30, 39 Origins, 30? 30, 30, 30 out or 40 Origins. No, he played over like 40, 40, he played 40 Origins. 40, oh, he
1: played, I'll, I'll go to video. He's, right.
0: he's played 40 Origins because they have to create another award for him. Like, it's got to be the Cameron Smith Award. Is apparently, yeah, Queensland have a, an award for 20 games. Sure, they have an award for 30 games now because all these guys all played fucking 25, 30
1: games. 42. 42, 42 games. games for Queensland. Yeah, yeah. 46 games. And 56 games for Australia.
0: Wow. So nearly 100 rep games. Yeah. Four games for the
1: All Stars. 102.
0: That's not a rep game. But, 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 yeah. that's an exhibition it's exhibition game that's it it's an exhibition game it's like maybe, a, maybe Smith maybe Smith's going for 3000
1: points he was 3000 I think he might put the in the rack
0: 3000 yeah. 2664 he's got 2664 400 30. how
1: many do how many did Latrous score last year oh, 240 or 250 oh, so, yeah, he two, a lot though as well need need
0: two or three more three he need another 2 or two, three, more another Four, two, 3 more years he right. need another 2 or 3 more years to get Oh, the are kicking this year, so. No, I'm just talking about if you're to go off the, you know, who scores the most points in a game, how many do they score, how many do you need to get to the 4,000, mate? Let me fucking count out loud, man. Let me count out loud. All right, now we'll go on to the next game. The next match in focus uh, will be the Ravros and the Knights. Yeah, do you think that game, game will show up? six. six.
1: So this is probably, you're
0: probably going to get a fair idea out of this game where the Knights are at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that was a the question. No, no, going to they,
0: be another they did beat South earlier in the year. Good on no, Knights. Oh, maybe that was Melbourne I was looking at. Yeah. yeah it probably they didn't South. The Broncos beat South early and they beat Canelo
1: in those Sorry,
0: first yeah. two games. It was Melbourne I saw. It wasn't them. That's when they beat the Raiders.
1: Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, so that. But yeah, but but definitely, look, obviously, South have been trying to build. They've shown that Ying and Yang all year, basically, you know, played a team better than them and been outperformed and made errors, played a team worse than them, put them away. And then the Tigers was that first one. Here's a team that's right around you, and they were too classy for them. But thanks to Adam
0: Reynolds missing a few kicks, they kind of kept the Tigers in the game and they they got a few late tries. Um, That was a game that you said the winner of that is going to make the eight? Yeah, I did say so, that, yeah. And I, I agreed with you. I think we both said it, sorry. Do you think, do you stand by that still after that? Souths are going to make the eight now?
1: I I, I, I do stand by it, yeah. I think there's, there's, they're too talented, man. There's too many good football players in that team um, that are game breakers and they can they can do something special. They're just, they're a bit shaky in how they they don't have as much strength through their middle and their forward pack, and they've just been sort of making so many errors and... The thing that was promising, their defence was really strong. Yeah. Okay, the Tigers got a couple of tries late, but they've already they're up eighteen nil, up eighteen four. So they're up eighteen four. So you know the defence is a lot stronger now. They're playing a team that's probably a little bit better than them, and they're going to have to do it without Latrell Mitchell. Um, and they've already, I think Liam Knight they're still missing. You know that they don't have sort of, they're only sort of just getting that rolling with their their forward pack there. So it's a big test for them, but.
0: No Saifidi for the night either, so that that'll help. Causes one interesting battle but that it, I think that I think is something to keep an eye out for is James Roberts versus Bradman best, that that's going to be an interesting sure. battle between the two there. You know, yeah. uh, could you say that Roberts is an old bull? He's definitely he's a representative player. He's been he's around right. for a yeah, fair while. Had. I think he debuted well, in two thousand and eleven. Yeah, he's
1: been around for the for for ten years. Yeah, for over
0: 10 years now. Yeah, so he's been around a long time. Um, Rapper right, Best
1: is fucking basically days of year, so any, anyone who's here longer than him is an old bull.
0: Yeah, to him, to him, correct. But um, So th- that'll be an interesting matchup, something to keep an eye on, a lot of speed to burn between the two of them. Two uh,
1: very differently shaped players as well. When you look at them, like, you know, James Roberts has kind of got that sort of more loping, athletic oh, frame. They're still yeah. very strong, like, you know, speed is, speed is strength. Whereas Bradman Best is just like, build like a brick shit out. But yeah. then he's like Greg. Remember we played remember Greg? Yeah, yeah, he we played remember Greg. Greg. Greg Greg, Kat. Greg, Greg uh, he's got us those in big, a lot of games. He's got, them, he's got those Matty Utah thighs. Like, so he's just sort of powers them through. So it should be fun. They're, 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 they'll they be lined up against each other.
0: Speed uh, kills. Battle of the
1: halves. Battle of the halves. Battle of you know, the halves for sure. Reynolds and Pearce. Reynolds and Pearce. I feel, I've noticed, you know, with this Knights attack here, they've, they seem to be, you know obviously Pong is doing a lot of playmaking and he does a lot of kicking, There's a lot of strength that he has in his game. Um, but Kurt Mann has been that sort of running
0: 5-8 yep. on
1: that one edge. And then is sort of playing both edges and then Pong is sort of playmaking a bit on, on that side. And I've not seen him run as much in just the, the broken play. Like he's sort of passing a lot. And he's not. And even on that other, other edge when he floats off that left edge, Sid Pockham's been back. They've just been feeding the short ball like, Brad and Best had three runs yesterday. Three or four runs. Yeah. they barely got the ball. They needed to pop that out at the back to some speed, whether it be Best and Ponga. They sort of
0: struggled to be able to create those points that they needed in these last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a little bit of a strange setup that they've got there because Kurt Mann's probably, like like you he said, he's he's really playing one side of the field. He's more just a, a ball runner for Pierce. He might add a little bit of creativity. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. the second halfback is coming from Ponga. So that's yeah. why they sort of shape up a little bit strange because... Really, Pongers strength is on the left hand side of the field, but they've got Kurt Mann there. Yeah. And then exactly. and, and then say for example, you don't move you don't move Mann to the right hand side, which you probably should, but you don't. And then but, but Blake and Blake and I and Tom we were talking about it. When you put when you put um when you put Kalen Ponger on the right hand side, you don't get the best out of him. No. So you you, you you're sort of sacrificing, you know, silver service really it, on the left hand side. Is
1: your best attacking weapon? Yeah, he should be wherever
0: the ball is. Well, not necessarily wherever the ball is, because we've seen he's a little bit weaker when he plays down the right hand side. I feel as though I feel as though they should, um, they might find a bit more success if they sort of just send Kurt to the other side of the field. And then let him be their ball player, ball runner down that side. And just to yeah. let let the left hand side be be Ponga's domain. Because that's where he's that's where he's way more effective. He's he's got that yeah. skip, he's able to get that skip on that side, yeah. which allows yeah. him to sit, to, exp- get to on, Fitzgibbon doing earlier in the
1: year. We saw him put do that beautiful skip earlier in the year in that um um uh, one of the first games back on the right edge too. But yeah. yeah, you're right. Left edge that is his strength. Yeah.
0: You, know, you just want to see him running right the ball more. Well, you just get, you, get of, so you just get a bit of, you just get a lot more, uh, it's a lot more effective for, for the Knights when he's on the left-hand side than when he goes to the right. So by splitting them up and having them on both sides of the field, you just lose that impact, I think, because, it's, yeah, you, you might become predictable, but everyone knows what he's going to do he still does it. So it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's predictable. Yeah, it's still effective. Yeah, it's true. Look, it, absolutely. And look, his defence has been... I think his defence has been pretty pretty
1: solid this year. I been yeah, the Knights of a whole have sort of taken a lot more of that focus. So they, they've definitely had to score more points this week. You know, the Bunnies are still going to throw them a lot, throw a lot at them. Um, no side feedy, but he's lucky he has a twin brother.
0: Well, they um, they're definitely got to need to score David, more than four.
1: And David Clemmer's right there too is, you know, perennial Australian front rower who's a beast. So... You know, there's, there's plenty. There's plenty to ask for for the game. South will find out where they're at. You know, if they can beat the Knights, then they can go. Hey, we can sort of sit more towards this top end of the um, of the bottom half of the eight. And you know, dream of pushing for the top four, but at least hanging around there. Newcastle will be a big scout for them, and I think vice versa.
0: Yeah, big scout for both of them. It could be. Yeah, no, I've got I've got the Knights in this one, but that could be a little bit one odd to be fair.
1: Yeah. yeah, look, it, it, it definitely could be a close contest, I think. Um, the thing, the edge where I give it to the Knights, the biggest, you know, there is, Mitchell won't be there, so they're going to lose. Um, he's been fantastic for them in their attack. You know, we've seen him building as, we're, as we've as come along. So Who goes to um, fullback?
0: Does AJ yeah, go to fullback?
1: Yeah, Alex Johnson probably goes to fullback. Alex yeah. Johnson goes to fullback. So, Campbell yeah, Graham's actually
0: been central. playing, Campbell Graham's been playing well in the centres, hasn't he?
1: He has. He's been good, man. He's strong. He's a big body. He's quick. Yeah. You know. He's just. He's got some skills. So. Yeah. uh Look, they've, they've definitely got more to offer. So it's going to be
0: tough, I think. Yeah. i just it's supposed that Cameron Graham. Concept. He's probably always been a centre. Growing up, he probably was a centre playing. Uh, but when you come into first yeah. grade as an outside back, you, you do do your apprenticeship on the wing. But he's graduated exactly. to the centres. It's quite funny considering, wasn't that where Gagai wanted to play?
1: Yeah. Exactly right. You're on the wing, mate.
0: You know, and it always makes me wonder why, is it, I'm not saying he's egotistical, you know, I'm not calling him a bit of a toss pot or anything like that, but to say that you want to play a position when you've been given multiple opportunities to play the position, you've never really been, you've always sort of found, it's it's, it's been, it's felt as though teams have found a hole in you you when you go to a new position, why they persist with saying they want to play that position. Do you think that's ego that gets in their way or that drives that?
1: A little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You know, look, all these guys, to be at this level, you've got to have some ego and that, that belief in yourself. So it's now been able to temper that and have um, some humility with where you're at. So the ego is part of what kind of gets them to be in that position. But also, you know, it means that sometimes they're going to, you know, they might be wrong on some things. Yeah, you know, yeah, nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true. Because yeah. I'm not no, saying he's not a good. They,
1: and, it's, and it's an ego, like it's not an ego that you need to be like super critical of either. Yeah. Partly, it's just this guy just wants to be the best. Then I, I want to accomplish more. I want to play this position. You know, if the guy is just trying to strive for more. Nothing. That's not a knock. That's great. You know. Yeah, true. Um, it, it's maybe a knock if you like continue to try and push for something. Just where they keep, you know, a player who's like, "Well, I want to play fullback." It's like, "No, you're a winger." Like. I want, they back. I want to play for a and then it's like well look I'm sorry mate that's not my position but look I love the heart to, to want to do it you know that's what it's what drives players to you know go to different clubs to have that opportunity and it's, it's because what it, the
0: tri- it just he's just such a good finisher he's such yeah. a good finisher and and the finishers are the winners school, might score trials might set up trials but the finishers they're winners and he's mm. the, he's it's in the, the top top tier and, of finishers this is and
1: from another
0: from another from a
1: different position Val, Val Holmes. How fantastic is Val Holmes on that wing?
0: Yeah, he didn't get the full game, or we didn't get to see his full potential on the wing. No, no,
1: he's not. He's not quite fit yet. No, he's not
0: quite. fit But yet. I, I'd also maybe it's fitness, whatever it is. But I don't know why you would move Valentine Holmes from fullback to wing if he's under an injury cloud. Because yeah, you shouldn't play. He either shouldn't play. Or play fullback because, as the fullback, you're not the reason why they're missing tackles. You might be controlling their defense and you might, you know, stiffen up their defense. But you're not going to be, you know, if you're losing games 46-32, well, that thirty two is in your column. You know what I mean? You're contributing yeah. to the thirty two, the forty six. That's all of us. Yeah. But exactly. the thirty two. I'm the attacking weapon, and we're scoring 32, and you're going to move me? We're scoring yeah. 32. That's not the Max hole. We're letting him 46. Yeah. That's just, I don't even know if that's real numbers, but you know what I mean? They're getting flogged, but they're still scoring yeah, a lot yeah, of points.
1: Yeah, no, I know you, mean. So I know you, mean. I'm, I'm sure, I I'm sure like they had their reasons, but yeah, it, was, it is odd. It is odd, and then ironically, he goes down
0: injured. Yeah, he gets injured. So he wasn't fit, and that's probably why they moved him. But they just shouldn't yeah, have played him. Yeah. Yeah, they for be. sure. Sure. Anyway, are there any other special look, mentions to look out for for the weekend? Yeah,
1: look, look. I want
0: to get on something that um, quickly
1: before we finish on this week, on this weekend's game, and and it's on it's on literal Mitchell, who we'll be talking about. Yep, yep. All right. Now, obviously, we all saw the events of Friday night. Um, I don't need to run through it. You all saw what you saw. Now, granted, I uh, through the whole incident, Josh Reynolds careless. Obviously, you're going to kick. You're going to kick the ball. He's trying to play at the ball and keep the the ball alive. But Campbell Graham's very close to the ball and he gets it. Now, I'm not going to try and knock Reynolds. Going, oh, look how far away he was from missing the ball. He's going for the ball. It was a bit careless, a bit reckless. While there's a player's head is right there and he's going for the ball. But you see in that image, while Josh Reynolds realizes he's kicked him in the head, stops, turns to check on him, and in comes Latrell Mitchell from behind, while he's not looking, with a closed fist and a swinging arm to the face. Now, the only reason that's not called a punch is because we've got another name for it, which is a swinging arm. But it's the same sort of action, and the bloke wasn't watching. And I say this with such a, you know, such disgust and anger because I love watching Latrell Mitchell play for me. You know, he's, ex- he's exciting to watch. He's, he's edgy, he's full of talent, but he has this grub in him where, look, let's just not let's not tiptoe around it. He's a grub.
0: He's a grub.
1: We like to call, we like to put other words on it. You might hear commentators say, oh, he plays aggressive. You know, you see that, that fire and he's a competitor and, he's, and you'll hear people saying he's just sticking up for his teammates. And you go, and you'll, I'll hear someone say, well, look, if you saw one of your teammates kicked in the head, wouldn't you react the same? Well, there were 12 other South 70 players on that field and none of them did that.
0: Alex Johnson didn't do it. Was he was closer than Mitchell.
1: Campbell Graham didn't do it. He was kicking the head.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's out, though. He's out. was out. So,
1: <laughs> for Latrell Mitchell... Now, look. We saw an incident last week where BJ Le Lua comes in with a late high shot on Dylan Edwards. We called it a dog shot. It was, you know, he hadn't done anything. People kept saying, well, this is different. They keep saying this is Latrell's action is different to Lewis because Latrell saw a guy get kicked, so he was retaliating. Whereas BJ, he just he just hit him for nothing, and he's just fuming and hot-headed from
0: from whatever happened to bro-
1: like from his brother getting hit high earlier in the game. Look, might have been twenty minutes later or whatever, but it's still a player reacting to an incident that happened to one of their teammates, and they're still reacting with violence with a high shot, with a cheap shot. And with a, a shot at someone who's not expecting it. And the, the the problem that I have is the the commentary that's come on the back of this you've what you hear from the commentators' live, post game, um, during the week from past players and coaches, and you hear them ripping into Lay for what a dog act that was, and you know how he's just it's reckless. You know they shouldn't have signed him. These are the kind of errors that he's just made. He's never going to change. And Watching Latrell Mitchell, now, there's a completely different reaction. Now, maybe part of that is reputation. You know, Lelew has done it longer. And maybe part of that is, uh, Latrell Mitchell has been able to reach greater heights Labour as A rep-footy player, as, uh, you know, a, probably a more consistent talent, and probably greater potential, greater root. But B.J. Lewis is talented. He's still talented. But this is the part of his game that is the biggest thing. If anyone says there's the problem with Lewis game, they'll say he's disciplined. Discipline. He's disciplined, he's, he's, and it's always disciplined with like a grubby high shot or is that, that one that drops the elbow in the face in the tackle. And people say, oh, it's a contact sport, drugs rugby league. I don't see Boyd Boy Corder doing that.
0: Never. Never see Boyd Corder, Corder Boy
1: doing Never do that. I, I, I don't see... I don't see Cameron Smith doing that. You
0: know? Billy Slater used to give elbows, though. Billy Slater would give me yeah. an
1: elbow. <laughs> but like, Bradley... You know, Shane...
0: You know, I just, it's, Did you see Petro Sivina play like that? Gordon Talas was the best. He used to call out Jared Ryder Hargraves when he was first yeah. coming into Greg. And it's a bit rich coming from Gordon Talas, but I also feel as though that's where it's more valid. Is because he was a yeah. hard man, but was recognised that he was tough. And he never referred to himself. He referred to Petro Sivina He goes, yeah. Petro was the toughest player that ever played." that I played with and played against. And he never did any of that. He what when he, when he was talking about Hargraves, he goes, he's as good as them all. He's as good as anyone out there. But that grubbiness in his game, once he gets rid of that, that's yeah. when he'll go to the next level. Now, there's that yeah. line. Now, I understand, you know, Hargraves and Brown and, and I think Tarpenny, I touched on a little bit earlier. There's a line. But I think the Mitchell has a bit of a chip on his shoulder, to be fair. That's what it, it comes down yeah. to. And same with Laloa. They've got this chip on their shoulder like they've got to prove that they're tough. You don't need to prove it. If you, you don't need to. It. Prove it, you, you already play. Think you,
1: you think you, uh, this, is, this is how I'll put it. If you think you've got to prove it, then you're not. And if you don't, then you are. That's when you've reached it. When you reach that toughness. You don't feel like you
0: need to prove it. Yeah. Paul Gallen, I used uh, to call good. him a bit of a grub, but he didn't have that. It just didn't... Oh, I suppose there's two shots I put. Like Nate, Nate look, Miles is the a bit cheaper. You
1: know? yeah, yeah, look, at least they're facing each other, man. At least they're facing each other, like yeah. I'll say. But yeah, for sure. But what I want, I want to get back to Mitchell in, You know, cause it's not just like, oh, he came in with his swing. It's like, obviously, that's what he did. But it's he's he's got this laziness in his, and it's this lazy ill discipline of these high tackles. And he's been really lucky, man, this year. I mean, in, later in that game, so back to that incident, Josh Reynolds gets penalised. He's gone for the ball um, and he gets told off. Nothing gets said of Latrell Mitchell, but the telecast gets cut off anyway. He should have been in the bin. Okay, maybe you want to put both of them in the bin. I, I, I can live with both of them being in the bin if you want, because Reynolds kicked him. But in the, the day, Reynolds went to kick him, stopped, went to check on him. <laughs> Latrell Mitchell just punches him in the face, then grabs him and throws him on the ground and stands over, stands over the little 5'8", the guy who's got about 20 kilos on. Yeah, you're a tough guy. Um, later in the game, when uh, Luke Garner comes through, Luke Garner beats him and that's what happens. He beats him for that footwork and Latrell Mitchell throws that arm out and it's, it's a desperate tackle but it's a swinging arm and he just collects him in the face. Yeah. Now, Latrell Mitchell's been suspended for two weeks and he only has to pay a fine for that. Now, if he got c earlier in the game and then he, then he maybe doesn't do the high shot later or if he does do the high shot later, he's probably getting suspended as a group of those things. And we saw earlier in the year that game against the Bunnies, man. Warriors. He put off Against the Warriors, the route, when the Bunnies played the Warriors, the game scored 12-6 and 52 is going for the line. He steps inside, drops his body to go, ready to go to score the try. And Latrell Mitchell takes his head off. Yeah. He comes in over the top. He's been beaten. And the, the trend is he's been beaten. He's been beaten in with footwork or he's just been beaten for pace and he's, of, he's missed him. But he just swings the arm. Like, he didn't go to grab him. He swings the arm and he just hits him in the head. Pussy the tour goes off the field for HIA... South get the ball back, knock on. They go, they score down the other end of the field. Lights out.
0: They like twenty-four-six, and ten minutes later, that yeah. should have been a penalty try. Yeah, it should have been a. Penalty. And and it's in the reaction after that. Luke Garner high tackle is if it was an accident, but it ain't yeah. an accident. It's deliberate because you got beat. If if you get beat, you get beat. You don't fucking throw a swinging arm at his head. You got yeah. beat. Yeah. Tackle him around the fucking legs. No, you can't and, because and you're lazy. Literal- and you see him jump,
1: he's, in, he's, he's been beaten, so he's actually higher. And that's why he's collecting him high. It's not that the globe's gone low, you are, you're in the air. Yeah. So he's, the problem I see is this, look, at the moment he's getting away with things, but things don't get away for too long and people start putting bullies on you. And the media are great at that and they'll drum up some information and look, the last thing you want to see from the trail is to spend his career in, in two and four weeks off the field for these players and he'll never reach the potential that he has until he can sort of quell those things. Yeah, right. Well, I love, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the troll, and I hate to say it, but this pisses me off when it doesn't get recognised and he gets a free pass on it. Because yeah. you can't go, go out and call blokes like B.J. little grub
0: and not call Luttrell Mitchell one for what he does. Exactly, exactly right and I agree with you 100%. Anyway, I think it's been a great show tonight. What do you reckon? It's been fantastic. Look, I feel better. I feel like I've got a lot of things off. Self praise is no praise at all. But I still think it was a good show, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope you guys like the show. We've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. Get behind us, follow, like, share. We're going to have a, a giveaway competition shortly. But um, anyway, um, show the support. Yeah. You guys got questions? Comment on our posts?
1: Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up with some questions. you got big talking points. You want me and Big Baby to sort of grizzle
0: down. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on one of our shows. 100%. Anyway, it's a pleasure chatting to you, Kaz. has been an absolute ball tonight. Um, hopefully the trucks yeah. can get the job done. And anyway, go, up the chooks. Let's go, another way to put it. Oh god!
1: Oh